0: It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for his return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. People often ask the question, what is truth? Today, Pastor J.D. encourages you instead to ask the question, who is truth? Our culture has many ideas about what truth looks like from day to day. It seems to change on a dime. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. He is constant, and you can put your hope in Him. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Updates on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor JD with today's Prophecy Update as shared on September 27th, 2020
1: let's get started for today's update I want to answer the question of how it is that we can discern between what's real or fake fact or fiction or true or false I think you would agree with me that it's becoming increasingly more difficult to discern and really know whether what we're being told is true or not. And if this weren't bad enough, any attempts to vet and dare I say fact check the so-called fact checkers leaves one even more bewildered and confused. One need look no further than to the plethora of available information, all of which is riddled with misinformation and contradiction, making it virtually impossible to authenticate and validate the truth. Even when you think you've thoroughly researched the source for its accuracy, it's not long before it's scrubbed from the internet and or buried deep into any online search. I have four things that I have been researching over the last two weeks, and I literally have hours of time trying to research and vet the authenticity of these things. And what's really interesting is I see forensic evidence, if I can say it like that, online. There's you know like fingerprints and DNA that it was there but it's not there anymore. I don't know how deep you go when you do an online search, particularly with Google, and there's other search engines as well. It doesn't matter. I mean, you know, the first page, I don't know, a lot of people don't go past the first page. If it's not right there, and by the way, there's a reason why it's the first one listed there. But you go 10, 20, 30 pages deep, it's still not there. It used to be there not there anymore. So I've inquired of the Lord concerning this, and I've come to the conclusion that all the confusion from the author of confusion may actually be a good thing, and even a God thing. And before you think I've completely lost it, which I know is a question, (laughs) I'll just kindly ask that you allow me to explain how I get there. When we don't know the truth, it can have the much needed effect of turning us to that which we do know to be the truth which is God's word of truth. So you're trying to search the truth, and you just end up more frustrated and exasperated than when you first started to try to research and find the truth. Because there's so many, there's so much information out there. That says this, oh, but wait, they say that. He says this, but wait, they say that. So, who do you believe? What? Because they both can't be right. Either one is right and one is wrong. Either one is true and the other is false. Either one is real and the other is fake. But they both can't be real because they are diametrically opposed to each other. They're saying the polar opposite things. And I am so confused. And that's exactly what Satan wants, by the way, because he's the author of confusion. Now we have a decision to make in that state. What are we going to do? Lord, what, what, I don't know what to believe anymore. Hello? I do? What, what, why are you looking to that? Why are you looking to them? Why don't you look to me? And that's why it's a good thing. And that's why it's a God thing. You come to the end of yourself and you throw your hands up and you say, I don't know what to believe anymore. And the Lord says, hey, you can believe in me. You can believe in my word. My word is truth. So I have to confess that I've had a paradigm shift of sorts as of late, as it relates to what I'll again call the big three. COVID-19, Black Lives Matter, and the recent peace accords with Israel. By paradigm shift, I mean this. Instead of viewing Scripture Through the lens of all that's happening in the world, I look at what's happening in the world through the lens of Scripture first. In other words, I go to Scripture first, then view all that's happening in the world instead of the other way around. Now, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with looking at what's happening in the world today and going, oh my goodness. Doesn't the Bible say something about this? You better believe it. But what I'm talking about is because if you look at everything that's in the world and then you go to Scripture, your objectivity is skewed, your vision blurred. When you go to Scripture first, it brings about a much needed clarity. It brings it into clearer focus. Here's a, another illustration. I hope you don't mind. A couple of years ago I had a, uh, someone tell me that, you know, with your reading glasses, if you take two reading glasses and you, you, you put the ones and then you put the other ones up, woo! <laughs> now I can read it. It's magnified even more. Here's my illustration when you go to the Scriptures first and then go and view what's happening in the world through the lens of Scripture it's like a double magnification and you see more clearly so here's the problem (laughs) problem is that there's so much contradiction there's so much confusion And if you look at what's happening in the world and then go to Scripture, it's already clouded. You can't see clearly because you've already, as you've looked at what's happening in the world, you've already had your vision blurred, if I can say it like that. So when you go to the Scriptures first, it just all comes into clear focus. Let me be a little more specific here what I want to do is step back and I want to remove from any discussion the name Trump and all of the above et al and I want to just sort of start from scratch and so you don't have any preconceived notions By doing so it will replace the blur as it were with a much clearer focus concerning everything that is happening in the world today. A clear understanding of Bible prophecy paints a picture of the end which in turn allows me to see more clearly how it all fits in the end. You'll forgive me for the bluntness with which I say this, but spoiler alert, the aforementioned big three all end in destruction. They all have the same end in different ways. I was thinking about this just this morning, in fact, when I woke up. Black Lives Matter. Don't think for a second. It's just in the United States. It's global. I hope you know that. But chiefly, here in the United States, Black Lives Matter is destroying the United States. How about these peace accords? It, in the end, has the goal of the destruction of Israel, not peace with Israel. And then (laughs) COVID-19. We'll talk about this in a moment, but it is basically single-handedly destroying the entire world, globally. They all have in common this end of destruction. And it's exactly what the Bible says will happen. So let's roll up our arm sleeves if you're ready and uh, let's start with Black Lives Matter I want to first go to the scriptures in Matthew 24 we're told that race will rise up against race at the time of the end beginning in verse 3 as Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives The disciples came to Him privately. Tell us, they said, when will this happen? He's just prophesied about the destruction of the temple that they were so enamored with. And He just, I mean, stuns them by telling them that you see that temple that you're so enamored with? Not one stone will be upon another. And they're like, what? When's this going to happen? What will be the signs? And that's their question. What will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And listen to Jesus' answer. Verse 4. Interesting you would start out with this. Watch out that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Then he says this in verse 7, nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places, and All these things are the beginning of birth pains, which come in greater frequency and greater intensity. Now, this word nation in the original carries with it the idea of nationality, people united by kinship, ethnicity, culture, and common traditions, race, racial, ethnic. We're told in 2 Timothy chapter 3 verses 1 through 5 that in the last days, perilous times will come. And we have a list here. We're not going to go through in the interest of time. I would encourage you to, in your own study, uh, read 2 Timothy chapter 3 verses 1 through 5. But in that list, Paul writes that there will be these brutal treacherous violent people that it will be marked by brutality and savagery that's what the original word in the original language means second Thessalonians Paul talking about the Antichrist after the rapture the Antichrist is revealed and when he's revealed there will be this lawlessness. In fact, he says, verse 7, for the secret power of lawlessness is already at work, but the one who now holds it back will do so till he is taken out of the way. And then, verse 8, the lawless one will be revealed. And then in verse 9, he says, the coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with how Satan works. 1 Timothy chapter 4, we're told that in the last days, people will abandon the truth and follow after teachings of demons, doctrines of demons. You know, the word doctrine means teachings, doctrines. So we have sound doctrine, but did you know that Satan has doctrine too? It's demonic, it's satanic doctrines of demons, the Spirit clearly says, verse 1, 1 Timothy 4, that in later times some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose consciences have been seared as with a hot iron. Okay, Now we know what the scriptures say, and I've just covered a handful of them, but let's now take that and view Black Lives Matter through that biblical lens so we can know the truth about what this is really about. In a prior update I mentioned a couple of YouTube videos that have the co-founder of Black Lives Matter admitting that they call on dead spirits, spirits of the dead. Uh, They actually make sacrifices, give offerings, and they basically get their marching orders from these spirits. So you know what that means, right? These are not dead loved ones. They're demons that mimic dead loved ones so they're they're hearing these voices and those voices are demons i don't know how else to say it and it's a lie it's a lie these are doctrines of demons The truth of God's word exposes black lives matter as a lie from the father of lies, the devil himself, vis-a-vis doctrines of demons. And what a deception. We just referenced 2 Thessalonians 2, but Paul goes on to say, and we studied this when we were there, that God himself is going to send this strong delusion, this powerful deception, that they will believe the lie. And the reason he does it is because they rejected the truth. Now I have to ask myself as a pastor of a wonderful church, and I'm so privileged to pastor, how is it That pastors of churches, leaders of denominations, can stand with Black Lives Matter. And the only answer that I could come up with is that they have rejected the truth of God's word. And that's why they're believing the lie. Isn't it interesting that Jesus and the Apostle Paul, in like manner, would echo this clarion call, this warning to not be deceived? Why so much emphasis on let no one deceive you, lest there was a deception to be deceived? This is a deception. Deception. And I say this as clearly as I possibly can. It is of the devil. And the devil seeks to steal, kill, and destroy. And he's succeeding. He's destroying churches. He's destroying schools. If you are standing with Black Lives Matter, you're deceived and you need to repent. It's not a skin issue. It's a sin issue. But here's the thing. When you say, just uttering the words, Black Lives Matter, you know what you do? You dismiss the truth. What's the truth? The truth is this, listen very carefully, and if you hear nothing else that I say from my big mouth (laughs) with all this hot air from this pulpit today, hear this, this is the truth, eternal lives matter. In Christ there's no distinction. Jew, Gentile, black, yellow, Arab, Japanese, Chinese, Vietnamese, Taiwanese, all the E's. (laughs) All that really matters in the end is eternity. Eternal lives matter. All right, let's move on to number two. Because we've covered this second one in prior updates, which is the recent signing of the Abraham Accords. I'll be brief. I know those are famous last words. (laughs) But again, we'll look at the Scripture first, then view this through the lens of what God's Word says about this. And please, again, I would just ask kindly, lovingly, humbly, if you would, just peel back all of the layers of your preconceived notions. Take the name Trump off of this, out of this, and let's just look at this, okay? Objectively, honestly, okay? First Thessalonians
0: 5.3. Jesus is returning. This fact is one we can get excited about, despite any circumstances we find ourselves in. Jesus will return one day to rid this earth of every evil thing that's destroying it. He'll once and for all take down the enemy and establish his kingdom in our midst. How soon will this amazing event occur? The Bible tells us that no one knows the exact date, but it does give us clues about events that will take place as it nears. This is why Pastor JD has created these Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates. The Mideast Bible Prophecy Update is a focused look at current events through the lens of prophecy. The Bible has given us clear indicators of what's to come, and we can see many of these events happening all around the world today. Join us each week for an in-depth look at what the Bible has to say about current events on these Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates. The latest updates are available on the In Spirit and Truth YouTube channel, and you'll find a link to our page by visiting inspiritandtruthradio.com. You can also access these teachings through our mobile app for Apple and Android devices. Just search for In Spirit and Truth in your app store, or follow the links provided at inspiritandtruthradio.com. With this app, you can take the Mideast Bible prophecy updates with you wherever you go, as well as give you access to many other teachings Pastor J.D. has shared from the pages of Scripture. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope you'll join us again right here on In Spirit and Truth.